welcome to episode 138 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. And we're coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us on our website, tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, we're everywhere under TDR Explorer. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor of TDR Explorer, and I'm the one eating all the seasonal offerings in the park. And very soon, all the summer food, because that's coming up in a week here. <laughs> and you can find me on my personal Twitter and Instagram at Explorer Nalge, and that's Explorer N-I-L-G-H-E. And joining, as always, is my beautiful co-host, Patricia. Hey, Chris. Hey, everyone listening. Um, I'm Trish. I take photos at the park. And I am so happy that it's summer. And you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Dream Sweets Love. Gossiping about Cookie, the new Duffy character. <laughs> can I set the story straight? Okay. So sure. when... When the images first came out, and I'm sure you've seen these images, and I'm sure a lot of listeners have seen the images. Um, whatever happened with the promotional images, they looked really, really like kind of odd, like kind of like oversaturated, and the proportions on the plush looked really, really weird. And so at first, I was like, oh, it's not so cute. But then later on, and this is like, I think like a few days later, or like a couple of days later, there was another picture released of like the the normal, like unaltered plush where that has the natural colors, which looks much, much better. Um, so there was like all this drama about Cookie that people were freaking out, maybe still freaking out. I don't know. Um, and it's still like, even though it does, it looks much better. Like it looks like a normal plush now, like in the more recent pictures, it's still not out by the way. So all this drama happens in this plush is still not out, but, um, it's not, it's not really my kind of thing, but it looks much better. And I just wanted to get that out there because I, <laughs> at first I'm like, why is this not cute? <laughs> you know? And I don't know what happened with the promotional photos, but they look really freaking weird. Yeah, I'm not too sure what happened with that. Um, uh, for those that are wondering, there's like the one image where the, all the Duffy and friends are standing up, like it's uh, of the plush, but their legs are like stumpy and short, and it just looks weird. So don't know what happened with that. That doesn't look really good uh, when it's supposed to be promoting something. Um, yeah, I'm not too sure what happened with that. But... Well, uh, by the time this podcast comes out, Cookie will be out. So hopefully one of us will have seen it in person, maybe. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it'll show up. Someone will have it at TDR for sure. I, Probably I, the first day. Someone, someone, I bet you anything, someone's going to be there oh. the first day it's out and then fly back <laughs> the same day just so they can be in, seen in the park with it. I'm so sure. I'm super sure about that. And someone will do it. Someone will do it or or something, you know, for sure. And I are you getting it? Because I feel like I'm I'm kind of like done with Duffy Friends. I might get it only because I am a dog person. <gasps> That's right. And 
The dog kind of reminds me of Lady from Lady and the Tramp. It looks very much like Lady. Or or what is that Sanrio character? Cin- cinnamon roll or something like that. Cinnamon roll, spicy something. I don't know. I don't spicy know any cupcake. Of their I don't know. <laughs> I don't know any of their names. No, no, no. But also, too, um, Lady and the Tramp was like one of my is is my one of my mom's favorite oh. Disney movies. So that's kind of why you kind of have to get it for, for your mom yeah so gonna, i'm probably gonna get it and it's 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 cute i think it's cute i think it, i really do think it's cute i don't see anything wrong with it um i know there's a lot of duffy friends now but whatever i it doesn't it doesn't honestly it doesn't bother me i don't mind it at yeah. all and if they start putting them like having exclusive characters at different theme parks or different disney parks doesn't bother me at all it really doesn't oh, it doesn't no. affect me in I any mean, way and it shouldn't affect it shouldn't bother you because it's just you know merch but i think yeah personally i'm i'm kind of there's too much now for me <laughs> you know yeah yeah there's a there's a lot to choose from we're gonna run out of shelf space soon. And, but that's good too huh. because it depends like you can get the one that suits your personality which is kind of cool yeah i think that's what they're trying to go for it's like um you know those music groups that are like a boy groups or girl groups like AKB48 or like, um, I don't know, uh, like the those groups that have like a million singers in the group and you pick like your favorite character and you cheer them on. I feel like it's like that. Duffy could make his own pop group right now. <laughs> That's true. You know. You can start voting them out. Yes. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. <laughs> and they can have like a retirement thing and everything. Yeah, a graduation. <laughs> a graduation. I know, just, I know there's uh, there's probably listeners thinking, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> really quickly. So uh, a good example, the AKB48, which is one of the big idol groups here in Japan. Fans vote on their favorite members. And then like there's like an award ceremony or something. Something to that effect, and like the most popular members appear more like in songs and music videos and stuff, while the other ones don't. And it's just it's it's a really weird thing. And then eventually they graduate from the group, so you know, graduating, you know, quote unquote, meaning they leave the group, which, which usually means they're a little too old. They're older than twenty two, right? <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Anyway, we're getting off track. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so that's what we're kind of referring to. So, Cookie is only out as of right now at Hong Kong Disneyland. She is, or he is. I don't know if it's... It's a she? Okay. Um, Coming out at Disney Sea at some point, because it's actually on the official Tokyo Disney Resort website in Japanese. Although, you know, right now I'm like, it's a she. Why am I gendering this blush? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. It's a, you know what it is? It's a stuffed animal. <laughs> That's what it is. There you go. Um, yeah. The official Disney, Tokyo Disney Sea website does say specifically that Cookie is coming to Disney Sea. We just don't know when. Where so are they going to put her? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Mama Biscotti's Bakery. So another one in Mediterranean Harbor? I guess so. There's no other bakery. They can make a bakery in Cape Cod. I feel like it's very, like, Amer- American-ish. Yeah, that's true. Like, like, it fits on Main Street really well. 
Yeah, I guess that's why she's in Hong Kong. So it's coming to Disney Sea, not Disneyland, right? Yeah, Disney Sea. Interesting. Weird. All right, well, enough about Cookie. <laughs> and um, we're not going to get into the character names, are we again, right? No. No. Okay. <laughs> um, really quick about our Patreon. Big thank you to everyone who's contributing to our Patreon. You are all fantastic. And for those of you that are pledging the $15 or more, you should have the latest bonus episode. Uh, just released a few days ago. I guess by the time this comes out, it would have been a few weeks ago. But <laughs> there's a bonus episode for June where we talk about how we would do the cheapest day possible at the parks and also the most expensive day possible at the parks. It was a lot of fun, so make sure you check that out. Another level that we do have is also the $2 level, which gives you early access to all our episodes, meaning you get them 24 hours in advance before everybody else. So we really do appreciate that. Uh, you can pledge to us on Patreon at patreon.com slash TDR now if you would like to and help keep the podcast running. So any amount does help. And remember, it's patreon.com slash TDR now. So we don't have too much for news. We had big news last time, you know. Yeah, oh yeah, the yeah after the announcement of the expansion of Disney Sea, everything else afterwards kind of like eh. Yeah. Um, well, we finally got the details for Halloween at Tokyo Disney. That's right, and it's on the website now. Like on the TDR website, they have like the the pages ready to go up. Yeah, so we know we have the details, but we don't know like what the merchandise or food is yet. It's too early. That, that, yeah, that it always goes like that because they don't want to take away from the summer merchandise, which. It's not even out yet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so business-wise, it makes sense. But so Disney Sea is the same as the last, what, three years now? Wait, um, it was the, the Pirates two years already happen it happened? Uh, For Halloween? Oh, for Halloween. I thought I'm still oh. on summer. My brain is like all like... Yeah, yeah we're, I'm sorry. We're already over and in, into Halloween. I'm so like, yeah, yeah let's go we're into Halloween. Yes. No, yeah. We have the... We have the villains theme again. I don't care about it anymore. Disney C. I didn't care about it's, it last year even. I'm I'm a bit over it. Like it's fine. Like if you've never seen it before, the show is is great. Yeah. But after having it for three years, we're kind of like, okay, let's get something new. It's what it's what yeah. <laughs> um, it's same thing. There's there's gonna be decorations, food, merchandise, um, villains Halloween party type of thing. Uh, where the recruiters are out trying to recruit you to join the dark side kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but over at Disneyland, we're getting a brand new parade. Yay! Yay. And this one sounds very interesting. Yeah, it Six, does. It's called Spooky Boo Parade. <laughs> Easy to say, I guess. <laughs> um, which is supposed to be a tour of, like, ghost style around Tokyo Disneyland. Um so we're going to be getting six brand new floats, and they're going to be themed after lands and attractions at Disneyland, including yes. the Country Bear Jamboree. Okay, I love when they do, like, different lands at Disneyland. That's, like, my favorite so thing ever. That is really awesome. I love that. So we're getting uh, the Western River Railroad, operated by Skeletons. Yes. So that's one float. And then another one is, it's going to have huge snakes and birds from Adventureland. Another one... um is it's going to be a Cinderella Castle-inspired float that's going to be surrounded or engulfed 
by tombstones? Is Sounds that, a little dark. Is that the death of the castle shows? <laughs> Maybe it's 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 the gravestones for them. Oh my gosh! Sometimes. One could say Cinderella bration. One could say like... <laughs> yeah, that'd be clever, but also mean at the same time if they did It'd that. Be so cruel. Um, and another one is going to have a black wooden horse and pumpkin teacups from Fantasyland. Nice. And then there's gonna this is how the the, the, the Japanese was translated strange bears performing <laughs> a concert on the mark twain riverboat and the country bear theater oh my god that's amazing <laughs> so it's going to be like a hybrid of like mark twain riverboat and country bear theater that sounds really neat i like it um and then small animals turn to pumpkin ghosts on a critter country inspired float that sounds cute so yeah this it sounds very unique um, but and always with the the uh, Halloween parades, they're always very upbeat parades. Like they're kind of high energy parades. Um, usually compared to other ones. Usually there was so, that one we'll year see. where it was like a really downbeat music, and it was like, "What is this? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on?" Uh, and of course, you know, decorations, food, merchandise. Uh, we're gonna get. One of the food items is going to be a maple pumpkin churro. So that sounds nice. That's, they've done that before, though. Have they? I don't know. It's don't good. Know. It's good. Mm. Uh, one cool piece of merchandise that we do know is the Mickey and Minnie. I, it doesn't say if the other characters are going to do this, but the Mickey and Minnie plushes, mm-hmm. they can do costume changes. Oh. So the plush, you can, like, I, it doesn't show how to do it. It just shows the before and after. But uh-huh. Mickey or like Minnie's dress turns into like a it looks like a haunted mansion themed one or something. And then if you like turn it inside out, it turns into like a smaller dress that's red. Mm. And then Mickey's like blue pinstriped suit turns into this mishmash of colors when you turn it inside out. Are they so? Does that mean? Do you think they're going to do costume changes in the show? That's what I'm thinking. That would be nice. Because usually these plush reflect what the characters are, are... Well, they always reflect what the characters are wearing in the shows. Right. So, probably? I hope so. That would be really good. Yeah. And, of course, we have the Haunted Mansion Holiday Nightmare returning. Um, it starts on September 1st and goes until July 1st, 2019. Yes. That's always nice. And then uh, we're, there's also Halloween Sweets merchandise. So past years we've had we've had disney ghosts merchandise like cute like cute ghost stuff now it's sweets merchandise so uh looks like there's like a winnie the pooh like pancake pumpkin pancake thing i don't know what it is it doesn't the picture doesn't say Mm -hmm. and there's like a Minnie mouse pancake plush something or other i don't know But it, lo- it looks cute. It looks cute. I'm sure it's fine. So the most exciting thing is, I, I think, the, the new parade at Disneyland. That's where I'm going to be. I don't I don't even care about this villain show anymore. <laughs> it, yeah, it's... I, I think we're going on our fourth year now. You know, what's crazy is that um, my husband was showing me this graph that somebody made of the entertainment budget. And the entertainment budget now for both parks is like what it used to be for Disneyland when Disneyland was a park by itself. 
Wow. So it's like insane how much the entertainment budget has been cut. So I guess they only have enough to switch to change one of them at, t- at a time. It sounds like, but like, and you keep it for years because it used to be like, like double. It's ins- It's crazy, and they used to change it out every year. Like they would never repeat shows before these seasonal shows. Can you imagine how crazy that is? So like for like Donald's birthday, there's like a Donald Duck parade. And after those three months, the budget for that show is like a full like enter- like a seasonal entertainment show and they never repeat it again. How amazing that used to be. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's unfortunate, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe once uh, the this brand new hotel opens... That is probably going to be charging like a thousand dollars a night. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Maybe bring more money. <laughs> I doubt it, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, for other news, uh, we well we we already talked about Cookie. Uh, she officially debuted on July third in Hong Kong. Uh, by the time the podcast is out, like she'll she'll be out. So, um. I'm hoping to get my hands on one. I'll, I'll probably have to bug a friend that's in Hong Kong and say, can you get me one? Yeah. Can you, can you get me a cookie? <laughs> uh, there's also some merchandise, too, of hers. Limited merchandise. There's the... I don't like these hats that they have. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks like like you're wearing their skin on your head. Oh. You know, like, like it has, like, their, their, their oversized head fits on your head. Yeah. And then behind you is, like, their little body. It'll be good for winter time. I feel like um, Hong Kong, the weather is so hot for so much of the year. I don't know how comfortable it'll be. Maybe it's lighter material than the ones that they have here. Uh, it looks heavy because right? it's like it ha- it's covered in the same fur that's on the doll, mm. which is you know <laughs> for anyone that owns a Duffy, a Duffy or Duffy and Friends plush, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm. That stuff is warm. That is not cool whatsoever. In the but, in the winter time, and and it looks it looks cute enough, but yeah, I don't I don't want, I don't want to wear that in that climate, and it, it would be the same back home at Disney World. It's not something I would want to wear in that climate. No, no. <laughs> oh, uh, so before we move on, can can we talk really quickly? I know this has nothing to do with the Asian parks, but. So Toy Story Land has opened, right? In Walt Disney World? Yeah, 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 yeah. And people were tweeting about, oh, it's a 200-minute wait, a 300-minute wait for <laughs> Toy Story. Amateurs. For, for that. <laughs> I, 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 kind of, I was kind of laughing. I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> Although, we get those sometimes here. For Disney World, it's kind of, it, it's, it's kind of become that, and it used to be unheard of. Yeah. Because uh, it, it was just as bad when Pandora opened, I saw as yeah. well. Yeah, so it's like so a... like it's not it's not unexpected. I just found it kind of funny when everyone was just so shocked, right? That the wait time was that high, and I was just like, eh, that's kind of expected. I mean, and I think California sees those waits a lot more, and in Disney World, it's like a very very recent development. Yeah, I think though, like this is a whole like whole other topic in itself Mm -hmm. but i think the only thing that makes some of those lines bearable is now that everyone has a smartphone yeah you can 
you can watch like two movies while you're waiting kind of thing that's true um, and i like to hear people like complain about things online while i'm waiting in line i'm like i think that's really entertaining so i'm like all right yeah i can deal with this i lo- like hear all the banter between people people start freaking out on each other and i'm like oh my gosh don't fight guys and it's like yeah. it's kind of amazing it's yeah it's kind of funny to watch from the sidelines it is i'm like you guys at the end of the day we're all disney fans and we love disney and they're theme parks it's theme parks it's true i just yeah, i just I, I i chuckled to myself when people were tweeting about that oh my goodness look at this 300 minute wait I'm like, that's a golden week <laughs> the golden wait time, wait time. <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna go i'm gonna go this summer in a few weeks so. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're going to be gone for a few weeks, aren't you? I am. I'm going to be gone for like Ooh. three weeks. So when, uh, I know this is kind of a sidebar a little bit, but when you come back, you're going to have to tell us about your trip and just how kind of compared to the Disney parks here. Oh, for like sure. Tokyo yeah. Disney. Because obviously we're used to the ones here. So going back to the U.S. is probably culture shock. Oh, yeah. Well, you. yeah. And I think too because so much has changed and we've done magic bands and everything before and i think they updated it again and we haven't tried like the new update so um yeah i, I mean but i grew i pretty much grew up there so probably the way we tour is a little bit different from people that like go like on a once in a lifetime like vacation trip you know mm-hmm. um but yeah we, we'll talk about it for sure can't wait um so for in the parks, I was at a different park completely, but were you in, did you do the parks at all I feel, recently? I feel like we did and I can't, can't remember because <laughs> the week, um, the week really flew by, but I feel mm. like we did go to the parks. I know we usually do the Star Wars attraction before going to Star Wars, but we didn't have time this time. Um, all right. Cause Star Wars just came out Friday. Right. It opened super late here. So everybody's already seen it. They're like, what are you talking about Trish? But it just opened here. So, um, I took yeah. um, my son and a uh, friend of his, um, from school to see the movie. Um, but they have like some kind of thing going on with Star Wars that we haven't had a chance to do. Um, I guess it has like more scenes with like things from the movie, like Wookiees and Han Solo and the Millennium Falcon and Boba Fett and things like that. So, um, that's going on, but we just haven't had a chance to do it. But it's nothing new, like, which is kind of, you know, but it's just like you have a higher chance of doing that. I feel like we went to Disney Sea, but I cannot remember for the life of me. So I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fair enough. I just, uh, I saw Han Solo today, actually. I went and saw it. Oh, nice. Because it's the first, it's the first of the month. Yes, fan day. Yeah, movies are cheap. So I went and saw that today. I enjoyed solo it it wasn't like a phenomenal movie by any stretch but it was it was fun it was a fun movie i enjoyed it yeah we actually had Um, a lot of fun i was i was kind of like surprised because people like before it came out were like really down on it and i'm like oh i don't know and i wasn't even excited about seeing it i'm like well whatever we'll go and i thought it was really fun you know and and the the guy that plays han solo was very charismatic you know and and i thought it ended up working out fine and we really liked yeah, it. Yeah, it worked. It wasn't as good as Rogue One. I liked Rogue One. I know a lot of people don't like Rogue One for some reason, but I really liked I it a lot. I loved Rogue One. <laughs> and especially, uh, well, I don't want to give anything away in case someone hasn't seen it. But like the, the end of Rogue One, I just like. <gasps> I know. 
Ugh. Anyway, we're getting off. We're getting off topic here. Um, well, yeah. So before we talk about uh, the main topic today, just want to remind everybody about our Tokyo Disney Resort ebook. Yes, we sold over eleven hundred copies. Chris, congratulations! Ridiculous, thank you. <laughs> and we're selling copies every day, so that's really nice. Thank you. So thank you, everyone who's purchased our ebook. If you haven't purchased our ebook, it's two hundred pages, and it has everything you need to know about Tokyo Disney Resort, from deciding when to visit, what to budget, how to get to and from the airport, what hotel to stay at, how to build an itinerary where to eat, what to expect, the differences that you're going to notice, and even there's even Japanese phrases in there for you to use or to learn because you can really impress the cast members or other Japanese guests if you use a couple Japanese words. So if you haven't picked it up, you can do so by going to tdrxplorer.com slash ebook. Very simple. And speaking of ebooks... I was down in Osaka, Kyoto area, the Kansai area of Japan, doing research for the next ebook, which is going to be about Universal Studios Japan. I feel like this is so needed, by the way, because there is like barely any information on it anywhere I know. in English. No pressure, right? <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> no, but this is going to save a lot of people for sure. So, yeah. Yeah. you Like, USJ is one of those parks where if you go without a plan, you're uh-huh. kind of pooched. You're pooched. You're dead in the water. Seriously. With you, Like, USJ is, like, hard the hard mode mm-hmm. of the theme parks in Japan, I would say. Like, Disney, yeah, you should really know what you should be doing when you get there. But you can kind of survive. For sure. At the end of the day, it's a Disney know. park, you know? Yeah, so it's a little more friendly in a way. Yes. But then when it comes to Universal Studios Japan, it's a whole other ballgame. Yeah. Like things are just very different there. And yeah, with the ebook, I'm going into detail about all these things so everyone knows exactly what to do. And so you can navigate that park just like you were a local. So that's what I'm working on right now. And yeah, I just got back from the Kansai area. Um, and we spent, well, of course, we went to Universal Studios Japan. You kind of have to <laughs> for running an ebook about it. Uh, we went and we we spent one day at the park. Um, like, really, you can do everything in one and a half days if you like. If you want to do absolutely everything, right? Like, you don't need two full days. Like, uh, people ask me that a lot, and the park offers a one point five day park pass, which is really weird. Oh, but that's kind of perfect, though. It, yeah, like that's the perfect amount of time to like. Honestly, it that that's good. So I, um, I did not you, know they had that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, so your first day is the half day. So you go in after, I can't remember the time off the top of my head, but it's either like three or four p.m. or something. Mm-hmm. You get to go in. Yeah. And that's enough to start, you know, getting some attractions out of the way, and also watching the brand new nighttime parade and everything. Mm-hmm. And then you have the next full day. So that's actually quite nice. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about Universal Studios Japan and summer and all that stuff. Um, we did the <laughs> we did the full day with no express passes. Oh, my. OK, but you've been there before, so it's not like critical, right? So you've ridden a lot of the attractions. And so, like, if you miss something, it's not vital. Not the end of the world, but yeah. we did most of the attractions. 
Okay, so I want to hear like we, everything. We didn't do them all just because there was like research stuff I had to do, um, which kind of you know impeded us going to all the attractions. Otherwise, we probably could have. Like it wasn't super busy. Oh, for the day. school is still in. Yeah, it's kind of like the calm before the storm. Mm-hmm. It was still really busy at the entrance or like the the beginning of the day, but that, it's always the case that way. Yeah. Um. Because it's the same as as TDR that it always it feels more busy because everybody gets there at open, so you have everybody bunched together, and then as the day goes on, people spread out, right? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that's exactly what happens. Um, like you need to be there at least an hour ahead of time, like at, at, at least. Yes. And I'm not exaggerating. Like you know, with TDR, we say you know an hour, uh-uh. thirty minutes. That's that's fine. With USA, no, an hour. Because they let people in. They open the park before the opening time. Yeah. But it's usually about 15 minutes before they'll they'll start letting people in. And they'll, they'll sometimes do it an hour before. Yeah. It, it, it just depends how busy it is. Like for us this time, it was 15 minutes early. Mm-hmm. So 15, 10 minutes. Oh, it, was, it wasn't too much earlier, but it was early enough. And I think they announce the- it at some point to the hotel guests or to somebody. Somewhere they announced the actual yeah. time, the the real time. That's not the listed time. Yeah, so I, I did some research into this. So they do have early park entry. Yes, but it's only with JTB. Uh huh. Meaning you have to book a like a package through JTB, which is a Japanese travel mm-hmm. company here. So unfortunately, unless you speak Japanese and live in Japan, you can't really book that. Um, but there's a way around this. Kluke actually offers um, early entry oh. right right through their website. So uh, Kluke is one of our affiliates. Um, and Kluke is also the easiest way to buy tickets, park tickets and express passes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, if you want to buy tickets, just go to trxport.com slash Kluke and also use our, our offer code KLKTDREX and you get $4 off your first purchase. So like that's the easiest way to buy the tickets. Um, and they also offer, they call it the Royal Pass, which is ridiculously expensive. It's like $200 for a person, two, two fifty, something like that. Yeah. It's, it's not cheap, but what that gets you is into the park and also you get to walk on every ride. You don't have to wait. And so it can be worth it because we've done it wasn't like the the full attractions weren't available when we booked it but we booked something that was almost a full attractions and and let me tell you it was worth every penny because we went during the high season so it it depends yeah if you're going during like summer break golden week oban week um around new year's it's probably worth buying but if you go um like off season like you know in june like end of june here or just after golden week um if you go midweek you probably don't really need all the express passes you could probably um if you really wanted to you get like the express pass three or four Mm -hmm. um and those will get you like the major attractions right right um and then there's also the single rider lines which are always really good to use uh, the Flying Dinosaur offers that, so always use it for Flying Dinosaur. Yeah. Um, the Hollywood Dream roller coaster, the one that goes front and back, they both have um, single rider lines. And there's a couple other ones. I think uh, the Spider Man ride has it. The Harry Potter one does not. 
Jaws has it. And I want to say that the other Jurassic Park one does. I don't remember. But yeah, anyway, they, they, they have like single rider lines as well. So utilize those. Uh, oh, um, people are asking, like, how's the park with, you know, the earthquake that just happened recently, like a week and a half ago? Um, everything's fine. There's no, like, there was pictures floating around of like this glass like ticket booth, the glass shattered. Like, because the sign fell or something, and mm-hmm. that's all fixed and everything. So, like, everything's kind of back to normal. Like, nothing happened. Right, right. So, don't let that deter you um, with earthquakes. I know the, a lot of people were messaging asking, like, should we come to Japan? Should we cancel our trip? And no, don't cancel your trip. I mean, that's a, like, that's a silly thing to do. If you're canceling because of this earthquake, you should never, ever, ever come to Japan because guess what? There's going to be more earthquakes it's something that's going to happen you know yeah so it's don't worry too much about it like do some reading on it to know what to do during an earthquake and and stuff like that because they do happen and they're not always as big as the one that just happened like sometimes it'll be it'll be a one where you you can only feel it if you're sitting still like if you're like moving around Mm -hmm. or on the train or moving or whatever you're not even going to notice it um, and sometimes like it, the small one will last like five seconds. So you kind of feel a little bit of swaying and then it's done. You might not even, you'd be like, Oh, was that something? Oh, maybe it's not. And, and you won't even, you most of the time will not notice. No. So don't cancel your trip. Honestly, just don't, don't worry about it. Just read about it and educate yourself and you'll be, you'll be fine and get travel insurance. Right. <laughs> Always have travel insurance. Happen to you wherever you travel. You never exactly. know when if there's going to be a freak accident or, or whatever. So there's there's some things that are out of your control. Mm-hmm. Um. So there were some changes at Universal Studios that I got to check out. Okay, which was nice. So the upgraded Harry Potter yes. attraction, the uh, Forbidden Journey. I am all for it, especially with the no 3D glasses because. Mm-hmm. I feel like any attractions that I wear, where I have to use 3D glasses and I'm moving, I get really motion sick. Like even on the old version of the Harry Potter attraction, like before they did this upgrade, right? I got really motion sick, but I would ride it anyway because I just really liked the ride. Yeah. But now this version got rid of it and I still got a little motion sick, but nowhere near as bad as I did before. Oh, that's really good to hear. Yeah. And it was like crystal clear and everything. Um, it, it's not as 3D as it used to be, but I don't really care about that, mm-hmm. to be quite honest. And they said, like, the effects are more intense. And by that, they mean there's a part with the when the dragon breathes fire on you and it's just steam. Yeah. Uh, the steam is a little hotter, <laughs> I found. <laughs> okay. And then there's a uh, part with spiders and stuff. And water, sh- there's more water shooting on you from the spiders mm-hmm. from below. And above, which is really weird. Nice. It's like a summer version. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's not. It's not that much. Um, you know to, that that you're soaked or anything like that. It's just like enough is like, oh, that's a lot of water. Okay. Nice. Okay, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. So, you know, it's. I would say it's a minor upgrade, but it was one that I think makes the ride better. Good. So definitely, it's yeah, it's fine. It's good. I I enjoyed it. Um. The was it uh, the upgraded Waterworld 
show. That's right. Okay, so this is a weird thing. My son is like obsessed with that show, and I don't know mm -hmm. why. He's never seen the movie, but after we went to the park and he saw the show, he was watching YouTube videos of it afterwards, and he's kind of the same with the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Shanghai. He still watches YouTube videos of that and Waterworld. It's like really weird. How was oh, that? That's weird. That is very strange. <laughs> so strange. That's a strange child. I know. Strange child. <laughs> So, watch the show. The show is really good. Like for it's an action stunt show with lots of water, lots of fire, explosions. There's a plane at one point. <laughs> I don't know what they changed <laughs> from the previous show, just because the show is so all over the place. Mm -hmm. Like you know, that's like half the fun anyway. Um, so I don't know what they actually changed. I just know that they updated it whatever that means um or yeah whatever but anyway the show's good it's still good um it's definitely worth watching one thing to to note with the waterworld show it does fill up yeah like and like it holds a lot of people mm -hmm. um we tried to watch the after the the second showing which was early afternoon which about i think it was about one o'clock we got there at about quarter to one, and they were full. And the we we asked the the cast member, and they said yeah, it filled up about half an hour before that. Right. And it wasn't even a busy day, so we had to watch the last showing, and we got there a good half an hour before, and we we were able to get in just fine. But that's kind of nice. So, is there like for the last showing? Is it darker? Is there like nighttime effects? Uh, no. The last showing was at 4.30. Okay, okay. So it was still light out. Yeah. Um, actually, I did, I wouldn't recommend watching it at that time just because the sun is actually in your ah, eyes. Ah, okay. As it's coming down. So it's a little hard to see. Mm -hmm. uh, so try and do either the first or second showing where the sun is a little bit higher. Okay. It's just like, it's just the way the, like, the direction the theater is facing. Yeah. When the sun is setting, the sun is like directly in your eyes. <laughs> which it also kind of sucks for photos if you want to take photos yeah it's not yeah um what else was there oh, oh, oh. so of course doing the ebook stuff i have to try all the restaurants right so um we tried the happiness cafe and i was kind of reluctant on this because it's all minions themed oh but that sounds cute yeah, like the, the the pictures and stuff look cute, and I kind of thought, eh, it's not going to be that good, but we'll do it anyway. And I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I got the Minions cheeseburger. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know there's people out there that are going to like probably tweet to me after I say this. The burger was better than what was at, than what's at Cape Cod. But I mean, what isn't right? It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like now this burger was not like a gourmet burger by any stretch of the imagination like it's minion like minion themed you know so okay. i was i wasn't i wasn't expecting much but i was pleasantly surprised it was decent it was a decent burger like what would you compare it to a mcdonald's burger okay so like you know kind of it does the job and it's tasty is this like a japan mcdonald's burger or like a u.s mcdonald's burger uh, japan okay all right. Japan. So it's, so it's edible. 
Yeah, and there was like some like chili mayonnaise on it, and a chili mayonnaise stuff. makes everything better. Yeah, uh, the French fries were cold, but that was more my fault because I was too busy taking pictures and video. Oh, so. no. <laughs> <laughs> my my fries got cold, but. The good thing about the Happiness Cafe, and I haven't seen this at the other counter service restaurants, is now the meals are a little bit more expensive. Like my mm-hmm. burger was 1600 yen. Yeah. And that came with a salad, fries, uh, a drink, and the burger. But the drink is unlimited. Oh, it's like American so, style. Yeah, so you can go and refill your drink as many times as you like while you're there. Yeah, that's the thing so, with USJ is the food is a little more pricey than compared TDR. to Tokyo. Yeah, um, but yeah, so if you want like kind of bang for your buck, um, you can get the unlimited drinks there, which is included in every meal. Um, and they also have like a Coca Cola freestyle, like a mini freestyle machine. Mm-hmm. So they have you, know, you can mix different Coke flavors and stuff. So that's kind of nice. And then of course they have like teas and coffees and stuff like that too. Cool. Um, we also ate at the Parkside Grill, which is their steakhouse, and it was good. Really nice. Like the steak was good. It was sirloin steak. All right, nice. How much is that? Um, the one I got, I think, it was about twenty six, twenty seven hundred yen. Mm-hmm. So about twenty five dollars. About Japan prices for sirloin steak. Yeah, for a steak. Yeah. It was. It was surprisingly good. Okay. Um. And unlike Tokyo Disney, you didn't have to make a reservation for this place ahead of time. We just kind of showed up. That's very nice. Yeah. So there was no having to worry about booking all these things. Mm-hmm. We just showed up and boom, we got in. Um, Is that the case for most of the restaurants at USJ? Because it's been a while since we went, but I don't remember making reservations at any of the places we went to. Yeah, you don't have to make reservations for anything. Awesome. Okay. That's a really, really nice point for USJ then. Yeah, uh, unlike Tokyo, where there's wait times for the for the restaurants. Uh, yeah, um, and then we have the nighttime parade. Okay, so what what do you think? I'm mixed okay. on it. All right, I'm mixed. Um, some parts of it were fantastic. Some parts really fell flat for me. Um, let's talk about the good parts. Let's let's start with the good parts. Okay. The projection mapping that they do with the floats and everything, like on the buildings as they pass by, that is smart. And I really like that. Mm-hmm. It really works. And it, it works for USJ because along the parade route, it usually goes to like their Hollywood area, Hollywood and New York area. So there's a lot of buildings with just flat walls. Mm-hmm. So that's a smart use of space. And it just, it, you know, it just really adds to the whole effect of everything. Um, the Harry Potter float was my favorite or like Harry Potter section, I should say, cause there was more than one float. Right. Uh, there was the Hogwarts express that went by, which was fantastic. And they had, um, students pushing like their, um, carriages with all their luggage and stuff, mm-hmm. um, alongside the Hogwarts express and the, train was all lit up and everything and it also had a carriage behind it and there were lcd screens and it showed like students like just kind of sitting in there kind of like talking amongst each other and then like a death eater would come 
and they would start fighting and stuff. I thought that was really cool. It reminds me a little bit of the attraction at um, at in between in between Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure at um, Universal Studios Orlando because you have to take the train to go in between Harry Potter lands. And you're sitting in the train car and the action is happening in the windows of the carriage. So it kind of reminds me a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah, it must be something like that, yeah. And then they have a, there's a Quidditch float, which was really cool. Oh, um, and yeah. They had, they, had, they had two students like on, like looking like they were flying. Uh-huh. And like kind of rocking back and forth on broomsticks and stuff. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> um, and then they had like a, a float that was a classroom mm-hmm. and it was students like wizards fighting other wizards. And they were like, you know, casting spells and stuff. And like there were sparks flying and you hear like things pop and everything. And it was really cool. And it was all like live actors. Yeah. I really too. like the show elements of this parade. Yeah. It was, it was like, if you're a fan of Harry Potter, like you're going to love this. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, they had like Death Eaters and stuff like that. Um, it just—it was just such a really neat portion of the parade. I really like that. Uh, and of course, then the Harry Potter music is going, and the projection mapping as they're passing by and everything. Like if a wizard would like cast some sort of magic spell, it would kind of like show in the projection mapping, like along the walls and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really neat. Uh, so definitely the Harry the Harry Potter one is the highlight of the parade. Um, oh, at the beginning of the parade, they had this like float that would you know Universal Studios Japan nighttime spectacle, the best of Hollywood. It was kind of eh. <laughs> I don't know, it felt like it felt like they just they they felt like they had to put something there. Oh, to kind of like just to open it to let to people open know it, that it's starting. It was, yeah, kind of thing. Um, it was kind of whatever for me, to be honest. Okay. Um, but mainly because I was at one where I was sitting. I was sitting near the Hollywood Dream at the end of the street. Mm-hmm. And the parade, like the, the streets at USJ are very long. Yeah. So I saw the parade all the way down and it took five minutes for it to finally get up to us. Yeah. And by that point, I heard the music like on a loop oh. four, five, six, seven times. <laughs> and by that point, I'm like, "Hey, just go!" It's like, come on! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like it just it, like just where I was sitting, it just felt like everything was just really slowly mm-hmm. going by. But of course, once the Harry Potter stuff came up, I didn't mind at all. Right, right. Um, then after that was the Transformer one. Mm-hmm. Which was my least favorite. Okay, so what? What? Was, why was it your least favorite? There wasn't much going on. There was like this big trailer that went by and had Bumblebee on it. Like Bumblebee was pretty impressive. Like it's pretty big and tall uh-huh, uh-huh. and lights up and everything. So the, it was nice, but that's really all it was. Isn't the what about the one that transforms? That wasn't there. So I don't oh, know what was happening. With maybe that. so it might have been out. So there's one that transforms. The way they do it is kind of clever because it's. It's kind of like difficult to make a transformer transform, but it's supposed to transform into like a life size transformer. But they maybe they've been having issues with it, so it might not have been in. Yeah, because yeah, that definitely. Didn't ha- if that happened, then I would have been impressed. But I did not see that. Okay. Um, 
yeah, like Bumblebee was just standing there. That's it. Okay. And there was no other float. Oh, so yeah, it was missing. It was definitely missing a major component. Okay, because okay, yeah, that like when it went by, I, I, I thought to myself, I feel like it's missing something. Yeah. Okay, so it definitely was missing yes. something. Okay, yeah, well, that, absolutely. That, that that's good to know. That's good to know. Um, I wasn't too happy with the lighting of this parade. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of all over the board. Yeah. Um, so it made it really hard to take photographs. But yeah, you know, I'm not a good photographer anyway. But um, like the Harry Potter one was fine. The, the the lighting with that was consistent. The Transformer one was kind of all over the place. Like the performers were like dressed in SWAT suits, mm-hmm. and they would have like these like kind of spotlights on their helmets and stuff. So like that would shine in your eyes. Mm-hmm. But then like their face was dark. Yeah. And then they had like this weird like chest armor stuff that kind of glowed a little bit. Okay. So it, like it wasn't that impressive. Yeah. It was. I was kind of like, oh, like you know, after seeing the Harry Potter stuff, which was really impressive, then going to that, I was kind of like, oh, okay, okay, that's understandable for sure. I'm like, okay, well, it's kind of a letdown. Um, and then next was the Jurassic Park one. Again, the lighting was kind of all over the place, mm-hmm. so it was really hard to see things. Like even when I wasn't taking pictures, just to, to see the detail was tough, uh, just because the lighting was kind of weird. It's because like it's it was, darker, like um, because like the the dinosaurs escape and then they have like those little woo woo lights going on, right? Yeah, so there's a part where the Velociraptors escape. And there's like the Chris Pratt character, yes, trying to wrangle them, and like they're 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 running around along the parade route and stuff. Isn't it? It, it was fun. I really like um, it. I love the show element parts so much. Yeah, it was it was clever. Um, I'm all, also I'm really mad that I missed Chris Pratt by two days. You, I was gonna ask you. I totally forgot before we started recording, and I'm like, oh, I wonder if he was there because like no, a friend of mine it. sent pictures on Facebook, and I'm like, oh, oh my god, she saw. Chris Pratt at the parks. Yeah, that was two days after I was there. Ah! Kicking myself. I'm like, oh, really? No. I could have been there. <laughs> I know. I was like, it was so close to when you were there. I thought, oh, I didn't know if you were there or not. Okay. No, I definitely Darn wasn't. Darn it. Ugh. Um, and then after the the last floats, floats was Minions, which... Was one of the better lit ones. That one looks <laughs> really enough. fun and cute. It was cute. It kind of reminded me of Toy Story. I like the... Just for, like, how colorful it was. It's very beachy. Yeah. And, like, you know, they're they're playing, you know, the music that they play in the Minions. Like, you know, the the Celebration song and the YMCA <laughs> song. Like, they're, they're playing that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, it was just a, you know, that was a fun little, fun little thing. Um, but overall, though, it was a good parade. It wasn't fantastic, but it was good. And I hope they make improvements as they go because, like, this is their first go at it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So hopefully they make improvements and as they go along, of course. And now that it makes sense that there was there's supposed to be more to the Transformer one, then, okay, I can kind of... I could be a little less harsh on that one because I just... Th- when I just saw the one, I thought, that's it. <laughs> Yeah. That seems really off considering the last one had so many floats and this one's one. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I think kind of the Transformers one, the way they do it is that for the transformation, they use like the projection mapping to kind of like change like how the robot looks, which is really neat. So like the way they do it is kind of really interesting. Yeah. 
Well, next time, I guess, when I go. That's right. It gives you a reason to go. There's always, you know, it's it's always good to have a reason to go back to U.S. Jakes. It's such a, a fun park. Mm-hmm. Um, well, like, one thing that, you know, th- this is just, you know, because we come from, like, a, you know, the Disney fandom. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, there's no way that they could do this, but, like, it was just kind of jarring going from one franchise to another oh. like they didn't bl- they like they didn't blend into each other they just kind of ended and went to the next one uh-huh. but like i can't think of a way that they would like make it all seamless because everything is so vastly different yeah i don't think that could work to have that cohesion is really difficult yeah sure so i can't be too harsh on that because that's like almost impossible to do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know you know if you want to not that you can really compare it to Dreamlights, because those are... A Dreamlights is in, like one of those God-level parades. Like, you, yeah, there's not much you can compare to Dreamlights. Own. Yeah. But, like, the thing that Dreamlights has the benefit of is, like, a, you know, cohesive song throughout the entire parade, mm-hmm. and all these franchises can fit into that easily. And Whereas, Disney's, of course, this USJ one yeah. can't. Disney's kind of like a master of that as well you know so it's a very very hard competitor to kind of like reach yeah yeah so i like watching this this parade i wasn't expecting that level Mm -hmm. um because like if if you go into this expecting that you're going to be very disappointed um but it 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 has its good points it really does especially the harry potter one um i thought that, that that's definitely the best one of them all it looks incredibly fun it is it's it's definitely worth seeing though like it's just the concept that they've done with it, I think, is very interesting, and I think it'll get better with time mm-hmm, for sure. as they make improvements with it. So I'm I'm excited to see where where it goes. Um, the where do I stay? Where did I stay? We stayed at the the Singularity Hotel and Spa, Sky Spa. How was that? It was good. Um, we paid about a hundred or sixteen thousand yen a night, mm-hmm. which is about one hundred fifty dollars. So that's, you know, about in the right right price range. Yeah, it sounds good. Um, and it is it is literally one step away from the train station the, at Universal Studios. Perfect. Like, when you come out the ticket gates, you turn right, and there you are. The hotel's right there. <laughs> you don't have to walk anywhere, really. You don't want to walk anywhere, really. After, after, like, spending a full day at the parks, you get so exhausted. You yeah. Know? Oh, yeah, for sure. So, and it's a new hotel. It just opened in August of last year. Mm-hmm. And so it's brand new and it's nice inside. Um, it has a, a sento. Yes. Or like a public bath on the very top floor, which is really nice. I did that. And you get to see the city and everything. And it's open 24 hours, this the spa. Oh, beautiful. So you can go early in the morning or late at night, whatever you want to do. And it's really nice. And it's all open air. And everything, so it's it's really relaxing. Um, we stayed in the smallest room, which had the two twin beds and a couch bed for three people. All right, not bad. Um, my complaint with that is because it was you know the smallest room. If you have a lot of luggage, that room is not going to hold uh. your luggage. It's very small. Yeah. Um, if you like, if you're two people with like maybe one big suitcase. You'll be okay, mm-hmm. but any more than that, you're gonna be you're gonna find yourself pretty cramped in there. I think what happens um, is that a lot of these hotels are aimed 
Japanese tourists. And so they tend、yeah. to travel very light. So for the international tourist that's going to have more luggage, that's, that can be quite a challenge. Yeah. So you're probably going to want to go with a bigger room in that sense. Or would it be possible? I know、um, we have sometimes checked. Um, like before leaving,、um, but like I wonder if you could do this actually during your stay, like in the luggage room, like check your luggage that you're not using in the luggage room.、Uh, they do have luggage service.、Right? So、I'm, I'm guessing you probably could.、Yeah. I don't see why you wouldn't. So that's a good problem. You wouldn't need to book a bigger room. You could just leave your luggage checked with,、uh, with the staff. Yeah, because I'm sure like you probably don't need everything in your bag. Right, right. Good chance that you won't. All those Disney souvenirs,、um, for example. <laughs> that's true.、Um, other like weird like, complaints that I had about it, which is stuff like I noticed kind of right away、mm. um, the shower head in the room was very low. Like, I'm not a tall person. Like, you know, I'm not super tall, but I'm not short either.、Right. I guess I'm like normal height for someone from North America.、Mm-hmm. I'm five foot eleven. Oh, you're tall to me, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so the shower head, like when it's hanging on the, the, the holder on the wall,、mm. the top of the shower head comes to my forehead. No. Which is kind of、so、a problem. So you have to kind of like crouch down? Crouch down or, or like take it off the wall. That's so, so odd like, for a new hotel. Like you think yeah, they would take、I、that into consideration.、Too. I thought that was very strange. And then there's no, there's almost no counter space in the、oh, bathroom. No. So, yes, like, I like, know. Yeah. I know what you're talking so about. So there's like, yeah, so there's the sink and then there's the toilet.、Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's like a little ledge、yeah. behind the toilet. And it's about 10 centimeters wide.、Uh-huh. But there's also like other like, you know, amenities for the room. So it doesn't leave a lot of room for other stuff. Yeah. On there, so that I found that kind of annoying. It's like a business hotel, or no, it's aimed at tourists. <laughs> it's really weird. I don't like those、so、bathrooms. I, don't know. I know exactly what you're describing, though, and it drives me crazy. So it's like it's a Japanese style hotel, is what it's、uh-huh. marketed as. So it's a good thing to know.、Um, but like other, like other than that, like the hotel is, is it's new, it's clean, it's affordable, the sky spa is great. Uh, the buffet is okay.、Uh, there's a breakfast buffet. It's 2,000 yen.、Um, the food was, you know, the food was fine.、Um, it was more than a continental breakfast. Like, there was Japanese food, there was Western options, like cereals, yogurts, eggs, salads,、um, all, like, all that kind of stuff.、Um, I think after doing the buffet at the、um, Universal Port Hotel,、right. which has. Osaka's number one breakfast buffet.、Mm. Anything less than that is kind of a letdown. That's right.、Um, but also, that one's like, you know, 3,200 yen or something. But the one at the Singularity Hotel is 2,000 yen. But、um, which is, you know, it, it gets the job done. I feel like you have、Whatever. to really be a breakfast person to pay for a buffet. You know、yeah. what I mean? Because I don't know about you, but like, I. Rarely have breakfast. Like when we stayed at Miracosta, we did the breakfast because it was such a good deal and we just wanted to relax. But like, I don't, I don't know. I don't eat that much at breakfast. See, if I'm doing a, like a full day at the theme parks, I like doing a buffet breakfast、really? so then I can last longer without eating. That makes sense. That makes sense, though. That's what I like、yeah. to do. That's me. So then I end up spending less for lunch.、Mm-hmm. Usually. I like to just like I don't know. go, you know, like grab a coffee or something and、mm. just like hit. 
the parks. Yeah, so if you want to do that, you can definitely do that too. Um, there are now three Lawsons in Universal City. Oh my god, <laughs> that's a lot. So there is there's one big one right outside the station, beside the Starbucks. Yeah. That one's always been there. That one's usually the busiest because it's the biggest one. Of course. Um, and then there's also one in the Parkfront Hotel, which is the hotel that's directly in front of USJ. Like, you could literally hop, skip, and jump, and you're there to the front of the park. What time does the Starbucks um, open? Seven. Okay. Like, it's open pretty early. All right. Um, and then there's another one that I think just opened not that long ago. Um, it's kind of tucked away on the first floor in Universal City. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of have to be... If you find the McDonald's on the right side when you're walking to the park, if you kind of, like, look behind the McDonald's... Like, there's, like, kind of a, a walkway that goes past the McDonald's. The Lawson's, like, back there. You can kind of, you can see the signage if you look. Um, so that's a good place to get, you know, if you want to get some snacks and stuff. You know what we did when we were leaving USJ? We did eggs and things. Ah, uh, yeah, that's in the hotel. Um, the Parkfront Hotel. Yeah, that was really good. And there was, like, no line or anything. Like in Tokyo, mm. a lot of the times there's a long line. But yeah, um, overall though, like Universal Studios was fantastic as always. It's amazing. Okay, can I ask you one thing about like your schedule for the day? Because I don't think we ever really we did kind of lightly. But like, what 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 did your overall schedule look like? Um, so we got in. First thing we did was Forbidden Journey. That took us about an hour. Like, and we were there early. Like, what time did um, you get there? It opened at 9.30, so we were in line by 8.30. Okay. Um, but I, for the Harry Potter attraction, after after lunch, the wait time was no more than 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it drops. Afterwards, it drops significantly. So if you don't get it first thing in the morning, you can probably do it later mm-hmm. uh, without worry. Um, then after that, we did um, Flying Dinosaur, and that was about 50 minutes. You did Single Rider or... No, we rode together for that one because we asked them mm-hmm. for single ride and they said it's the same on either one right now. So just pick. We're like, oh, okay, well, we'll just ride together then. Nice. Like, we weren't in a big hurry. Um, then after that, we did the Spider-Man attraction. Uh, that was that was, that was walk-on pretty much. Beautiful. It was only five minutes. And then that's when we did start doing food. Like we did the Happiness Cafe. Um, and then we did, what else did we do? Uh, I think we did Jaws. Yeah, we did Jaws. And then we did some work kind of stuff, like video and stuff I had to get done. Um, and then like we watched Waterworld. Then we had dinner. Oh, no. But then we did um, the Hollywood Dream attraction, the roller coaster. Okay. And then we did the Parkside Grill. And then after that, we waited... F- we waited an hour for the Universal, the nighttime parade, just because we wanted a good spot, which was right, which was right in front of the Parkside Grill. Nice. So it was a nice full day. Um, did you do anything mm. after the parade? No, because the park was closed. Okay. And if you were to change anything, would you change anything about your day? Probably ride Hollywood Dream again. Mm-hmm. Like do both sides. Cool. I probably like I I. Just did the one. We just did the one because that's all we really had time for. Right. Because we had we we had other things to do. <laughs> and um, 
one more question. Um, it's so over here in Japan, it's um, kind of like the beginning of summer. Things are starting to heat up. Rainy season. We just came out of rainy season. Um, what was the weather like when you were in Osaka? Because I know Osaka, the heat can really get up there sometimes. 33 degrees. Ooh, it's very hot. <laughs> it was hot. It was very hot. <laughs> and um, what, what would your advice be for dealing with that heat? Lots of water. Like, keep refilling that water bottle, sunscreen, and something to protect you from the sun, mm. like a hat or something like that. Um, just try and stay out of the sun as much as possible. Although it's kind of hard at USJ because it's very open and there's not a lot of shade. That's right. Yeah. Um, unless you're like sitting down to eat or something like that. So try and get out of the heat as much as possible. It's just so you don't get heat stroke or something like that. We don't want that to happen. No way. And are there any cool down areas like Disney, like misting areas or anything like that? Yeah, there's lots of them okay. around, which is nice. Yeah. So Universal Studios Japan. It's good. It's fun. The ebook will be coming out um, sometime fall 2018. Still got to finish it. <laughs> Still got a lot of work ahead to me, ahead of me to do. Um, one question that I've been asked a few times was, "Can you re-enter the park, the USJ?" That's a good question. And the answer is no. What? I did not know that. Wait, what? Yeah, if you leave, you can't go back in. There's Why? no re-entry. Unless, so I've heard mixed things and I forgot to test this okay. or like to ask because I was, whatever, I gaffed. But normal people, like normal guests, mm -hmm. like if you're just there on a day pass, you can't re-enter. So once you leave, you can, they won't let you back in. Wow. But if you're a hotel guest and can show like your room key, then they'll let you leave and come uh, back in. I see. Um, they don't but want you what, going to City Walk. Yeah, that kind of okay i get it <laughs> fair enough i guess yeah um interesting so keep that in mind because you know here at tokyo disney um you're allowed to re-enter mm -hmm. the park as long as you get a stamp um no matter who you are so keep that in mind there's no re-entry in the park for most people unless you're a hotel guest always just double check first before you leave yes though because i heard it's not consistent mm -hmm. which is kind of frustrating um, so just always check before you leave. Um, and then our, my park tip is, so there's no English wait time app for USJ. No. And there's one that I use called USJ Machijikan. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll put a link in the, in the <laughs> description. Um, but it's a very simple wait time app and everything's visual. So if you can't read Japanese, that's fine. They have like little pictures. That you can just kind of, you can tell what it is by just looking at the picture. Like, oh, that's Flying Dinosaur. Oh, that's Harry Potter. That's Hollywood Dream. Like, it's pretty easy to figure out without being able to read it. Um, and just, of course, having wait times just makes everything so much easier. Okay, so before we go, we have to say thank you and give some shout outs to some of our Patreon subscribers. Uh, do you want me to start? Yeah, sure. Okay, so big thank you to Acro's, Acro Disney Girl, Alex, Angela, Mama Explorer, Benjamin, Bryson, Carl, Carrie, Claire, Claudia, Darren, Dave, David, Disney It Girl, and Holly. All right, and thank you to JP and Jane 
and thank you to Jess and Kathy and Lee and Leanne and Marie and Sarah and Sophie. Thank you, Thomas and Timothy and Tracy and Murray and Tomoko and Jessica. I see some <laughs> new names in here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's some some new some new pledges. And there's a Japanese person. Tomoko. Thank you. That's a Japanese name. Thank you to all of you guys who are listening and to everybody who contributes. And I mean, I, I, we just can't say thank you enough because it, it's, it's incredible and it's, it's very humbling and you guys are amazing. Yeah. So thank you so much for contributing to us on Patreon. It really, it really does help the show. Every little bit helps. So thank you to everyone who's contributing. And if you want to, you can head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now make your pledge there. All right. So that's it for our show. Make sure you rate, review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, wherever you get your podcasts from. And if you haven't subscribed, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. And if you have any questions or suggestions for the show, you can send them to us, contact at tdrexplorer.com. And make sure you tell everybody about us. And you can find everything we talked about up on our website at tdrexplorer.com. Follow us on social media. We're everywhere. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, all under TDR Explorer. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, Chief Content Editor of TDR Explorer, and I am the one eating all the minion food at Universal Studios Japan. That's what I do now. <laughs> <laughs> and joining, as always, is Patricia. I will go to the parks this week. I promise. And I am going to have um, shaved ice. Yes, kakigori. The kakigori, I'm going to have the the tanabata shaved ice, no matter what. Do it, do it. It looks amazing. And it ends this week, so we have to go and have that, okay? Um, You guys, thank you so much. I hope if you're in the parks, you're enjoying the parks. And if you're planning to come to the parks, I hope, uh, whether it's USJ or, or the city or TDR, I hope these podcasts help. And keep exploring.